Do you trust your emotions when it comes to type 1 diabetes? On this episode of the podcast, you're going to find out why you shouldn't. Welcome to the Live Free with T1D podcast, brought to you by the Diabetes Psychologist. This is the only podcast where we teach you how to build your type 1 diabetes stress management plan like a sailboat. You are the captain, your diabetes management is the hull, your mindset is the sails, your behavior is the rudder, and your support team is the crew. When you build your sailboat correctly, you will have smooth sailing in your life with type 1 diabetes. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. On this episode of the podcast, we talk about all the emotions that you experience around type 1 diabetes. The anger, the frustration, the anxiety, and the fear. And I talk about why it's important not to let these emotions drive your behavior. Simply because most of the time, these emotions are not facts. If you're dealing with difficult emotions around type 1 diabetes and are trying to manage them and your behavior, this episode is for you. Hey there. Welcome back to the Live Free with T1D podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. In this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about the key to becoming more free and flexible in your life with type 1 diabetes. And that key is very simple. It is recognizing that your emotions about type 1 diabetes are not facts. In some cases, actually, your emotions steer you completely in the wrong direction. Your emotions are not bad at all. They're actually very helpful, but not in the way that you may think that they are, and not in the way that you're following them in terms of your behavior and in terms of your diabetes management and how you react to challenges in your life with type 1 diabetes. Over the past couple weeks in my Conquer Your Fear of the Low Blood Sugar program, I have asked people to talk about the emotions that they experience with low blood sugar and when they think about low blood sugar. And here are some of the emotions that have come up. Fear, panic, frustration, anger, sadness, uncertainty, anxiety. Now, these emotions are big. They feel overwhelming, and they certainly don't feel good. But here's where the real challenge comes in. When we tell ourselves that we have to drive our behavior based on our emotions, what we're telling ourselves is that our emotions are telling us the truth. The emotions are telling us facts, and that our emotions are worthy of allowing our behavior to be driven by them. What happens if that's actually not true? Now, this is backed up in scientific research. If you know anything about cognitive behavioral therapy, you know that there are things called cognitive distortions. Cognitive distortions are ways of thinking where our minds skew the truth, and they lead us down the wrong path. And emotions are a good example of this. There's a cognitive distortion called emotional reasoning. And that distortion says, if I feel it, it must be true. If I feel fear and panic, it must mean that I'm in danger. If I feel frustration or anger, it must mean that I'm being attacked. If I feel sadness, there must be something to be sad about. If you know anything about emotions, you know that emotions don't always make a lot of sense. And they certainly don't always tell you the facts. Let's talk about a couple of examples that you may experience in your life with type 1 diabetes to illustrate this point. 
So ask yourself this question. When is the last time that you felt scared in your life with type 1 diabetes? Maybe it was when you're taking your insulin last night for dinner. Maybe it was when you saw your blood sugar dropping. Maybe it was when you got your A1C results. There may be lots of reasons that you have felt scared in your life with type 1 diabetes. But what did that fear drive you to do? It may have driven you to avoid situations. It may have driven you to not take your full dose of insulin. Or maybe it drove you to push diabetes out of your mind. But you have to ask yourself, you felt scared because you thought you were in danger. But for that one situation, were you actually in danger? Did your fear, your feeling of being scared, line up to the reality of the situation, objectively? And if it didn't, how did your behavior steer you wrong? How did you react to that emotion, even when the emotion wasn't giving you good information? See, our emotions drive our behavior in lots of different ways. And my goal for you is to make sure that your behavior in your life with type 1 diabetes is driven by fact, not by fiction. And our emotions oftentimes are fiction. Not that you're crazy, not that there's anything wrong with emotions, but we have to differentiate between things that are true and things that we want to allow our behavior to be driven by and things that are a little bit hazier, a little bit fuzzier, and not really good information and good basis for our behavior. And emotions are certainly one of those things. What if you have the emotion of being uncertain? You're telling yourself that you don't know the right answer. You're telling yourself you don't know the path forward. You're telling yourself that you cannot make a good decision. Now, you feel uncertain, yes, but is that actually a fact? Yes, the fact that you feel uncertain is a fact, but is it a fact that you're not able to make a good decision? Is it a fact you're not able to move forward in your life? Is it a fact that you don't know what to do? It may feel that way, but is that true? Again, another example is burnout. You feel burned out, so you feel overwhelmed with diabetes. You feel like you just want to give up and stop. But burnout is also a sign that you feel like you can't go on, that it's too much for you. And while it feels that way, is that really true? And if it's true, then how do you react? And if it's not true, then how do you react? For many of us, we react in the same way, whether the emotion is telling us the truth or whether it's just giving us information that we are using to drive our behavior, even though it's not based in fact. And as I said before, we wanna make sure that you are driving your behavior based in fact, not in emotion. When you see emotions as facts, your emotions drive your behavior. So you may be saying to yourself, this all sounds great, but then why am I experiencing these emotions? What kind of information are they giving me and how should I react to them? Well, here's the reality. Your emotions actually serve a very important purpose, but it takes some discernment and some thought to determine how important that purpose is in this moment. The goal of your emotions the fundamental goal of your emotions around type 1 diabetes, that fear, that burnout, that uncertainty or anxiety, is to keep you safe. Your emotions want to keep you safe. And they will do everything in their power. And that includes doing too much to keep you safe. The challenge here is, 
your emotions on type 1 diabetes can't tell the difference in context. They're unable to differentiate between what is objectively safe and unsafe and what feels safe and unsafe. And there's a big difference between what is objectively safe and unsafe and what feels safe and unsafe. See, what happens is your mind takes information from the past. There may have been a time in the past when you were terrified of going low because your blood sugar was low and you saw two arrows down on your CGM. Now, in that case, that fear that you experienced was actually very functional. It helped keep you safe. Because if you didn't feel that fear, you may have let your blood sugar keep on going down. But then what happens is your body remembers that fear. Your mind remembers that fear. And it generalizes to other situations. So take another situation where maybe your blood sugar is at 180 and you feel a little bit shaky. That same emotion comes into play. And you're objectively safe. Your blood sugar is not low. But your emotion comes in and says, all of a sudden you're in danger. What do you do? Well, you don't really have time to think about it because your emotion is telling you you're in danger. When you're in danger, you want to take action. And so you treat your low, even though you're not really low. And all of a sudden, this emotion steered you the wrong way. That's not helpful. So we have to be able to figure out how to differentiate between the emotions that are actually keeping you safe, that are based in fact, and then the emotions that are tangential. They're not based in fact, and they're trying to keep you safe anyway, but they are all they're doing is holding you back. So your task here is to ask yourself this question. Is the situation that I'm in, the situation that's causing the emotion that I'm experiencing, objectively safe or objectively dangerous? You want to be able to differentiate between those two things. And this takes practice. Because in the moment when your mind is racing, your emotions are on overdrive, and you're feeling that panic or feeling that overwhelm or feeling incapable, it's going to be very difficult to make a rational decision. Of course, your decisions about your blood sugars and your behavior are going to be driven by your emotions. But then after the fact, you want to take a look back and say to yourself, was my emotion based in fact? Or was it based in my mind trying to keep me safe, but not really doing so and actually holding me back? You have to ask yourself that question and you use facts, not feelings, to drive your next step. You want to know whether your emotion is keeping you safe or holding you back. Because of course, if it's keeping you safe, you want to react to it. But if it's holding you back, but if it's a leftover emotion of something that's happened to you in the past, it's replaying itself in your mind right now. You want to be able to differentiate there. And that requires your ability to deal with uncomfortable emotions and to sit with them as opposed to react to them. I've talked a lot about distress tolerance on this podcast and how important distress tolerance is for your emotional health with type 1 diabetes. But this is where the rubber hits the road. This is where you're able to really differentiate between do I act and avoid a situation because it's not safe or do you ignore the emotion? because you recognize objectively that it's not helpful for you, that your emotion is not based in fact, and that in fact, it's not actually keeping you safe. All it's doing is holding you back. I wanna take a couple scenarios to help illustrate this point. 
So I want you to imagine that you look at your CGM and your blood sugar is 60 and you have two arrows pointing down. What is the emotion that you experience? My guess is if you're like me or anybody else with type 1 diabetes, you're going to be feeling panic or fear and intense anxiety. Now ask yourself, is that a realistic emotion given the context that you're in? Your blood sugar is low, it's going even lower, and you are feeling scared. You are feeling panic. And what is that panic trying to get you to do? That panic is trying to get you to treat your low blood sugar, to keep you safe, to give your body the glucose that it needs to function. So in that scenario, your emotion, the panic, the fear, the anxiety, is actually very functional. You are in an unsafe situation and we wanna get you to a place where you're safe and your emotion is helping you to do that. Now let's look at scenario number two. Your blood sugar is 220 and you see two arrows down your CGM. What is the emotion that you experience? For a lot of people, it's gonna be the exact same emotion that they experience at 60. But the challenge is, the context is very different. At 60, you're in imminent danger. At 220, you're not. Now you may be in danger in 20, 30 minutes when your blood sugar keeps on dropping, but that's not certainty right now. And that's not the case in this situation. In this situation, your blood sugar is 220 and you're, and you're dropping and you're feeling that panic. So do you have the same reaction, the same behavioral reaction in these two situations? Well, oftentimes we do. Oftentimes we'll treat when we feel anxious, as opposed to the facts which tell us we want to treat, but right now it's not necessary. So you can see the difference between your emotions. In one instance, your emotion was helpful. In the other instance, it wasn't helpful. So what do you do? It's important that we rely on logic. It's important to rely on your mind as opposed to your feelings. It's important to base your behavior in facts rather than on feeling and emotion and instinct. So how do you do this? Well, the first step is to start a new habit. And that is after this happens, after you have an emotional reaction, ask yourself this question. Was that emotion actually keeping me safe? Or was it trying to keep me safe, but in reality it held me back? Now, it's hard to do this in the moment because when you're feeling these intense emotions, sometimes feel like you lose control. But what you can do is after the fact, when you're calm again, sit down and ask yourself that question. Is this emotion keeping me safe or did it hold me back? By doing that, you're able to see that next time this happens, you can make a better decision. Because if you prepare for it by thinking about it and making a choice about how you're gonna react before you have the experience, you have a go-to strategy. You know that when your blood sugar is 220, no matter how you're feeling emotionally, you're going to react in this way, the way that you decide. Then you can go to that same scenario the next time. And guess what's going to happen? After a couple practices of this, you're not going to feel that intense emotion anymore. And you're also going to be behaving differently. But if you don't think about this and you let your emotions drive your behavior, all you're going to be doing is be stuck in the same spot you've always been. And that is being held back by diabetes. Remember, our goal here is for you to become as free and flexible as possible in your life of type 1 diabetes. 
And oftentimes your emotions get in the way of that. At the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action that you can use starting today in your life with type 1 diabetes to become more free and flexible and reduce the emotional burden of living with diabetes. And today your plan of action is this. Start that new habit. Next time you feel an intense emotion around diabetes, take a step back and ask yourself, is this emotion keeping me safe or is it holding me back? If you're like most folks, 80% of the time, you're gonna find that it's holding you back, not actually keeping you safe. If you're having some trouble doing this in the moment, that's okay. Give yourself some grace and then make it a point to come back to it later on when your mind is in a calmer place and ask yourself that same question. And then make a commitment to yourself about how you're going to react next time you experience that emotion, given the same situation. By practicing and being intentional here, you will become more free and flexible because you take the power back from your emotions and you put them back where they belong, with you and with the facts. Thanks so much for joining me on the Live Free with T1D podcast, where I teach you how to build your diabetes management plan like a sailboat so you can have smooth sailing in your life with type 1 diabetes. And I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place. Bye for now.